Hello there, friends, and welcome to the New Testament in a Year podcast. I'm Sean Bailey, and we are on day 34 in our journey. Day 34. We're going to be getting into Acts chapter 18. So, grab your Bible if you can, and listen closely if you will. Let's uncover God's Word together. Acts chapter 18. Before we get there... We need to know where we came from, so let's look at our context. Acts chapter 17, in our last episode, we explored the events of Paul and Silas traveling to Thessalonica, Berea, and Athens, where they faced persecution by some and were well-received by others as they preached the gospel. In Athens, we saw that Paul boldly proclaimed the message of Jesus to the philosophers, the intellectual minds of the city, where the greatest minds all dwelled. <laughs> and it sparked great curiosity and great debate among them. And today we see um, in Acts chapter 18, Paul's journey continued. He's going to travel now to Corinth, the city of Corinth. It's this, this, this bustling city uh, where commerce and it's very diverse Corinth is a very significant city in ancient Greece. It's known for its wealth, known for its trade. Um, it's kind of like the modern day, or the ancient version, I guess, of Las Vegas. Um, it's where Sin City would have been back then. It's notorious for the immorality, the idol worship. Even the temple of Aphrodite, who's the goddess of love, and that's where many uh, immoral visitors would flock. It's right in a, a kind of a melting pot of cultures and religions, which presents great opportunities for Paul, but also great challenges for spreading the gospel. He gets here after he faces that opposition and persecution in the previous chapter. Watch how he handles it. So, Let's read Acts chapter 18 as we're reading this. Watch how he approaches his ministry. Watch again how he adapts it for different audiences, Jews, Gentiles. Pay attention to how he relies on the Holy Spirit throughout. Watch him persevere in the face of opposition and how he seeks God's encouragement. Acts chapter 18. Let's read now together. Let's read together Acts chapter 18. 18. We're going to read all 28 verses. A bit of a shorter chapter together. Let's begin our reading now in verse 1. As he's now in, the, in Corinth. After this, he left Athens and went to Corinth, where he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. Paul came to them, and since they were of the same occupation, tent makers by trade, he stayed with them and he worked. He reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul devoted himself to the preaching of the word and testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Messiah. When he resisted, or when they resisted and blasphemed, he shook out his clothes and told them, 
Your blood is on your own heads, and I am innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. So he left there and went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshiper of God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, believed in the Lord along with his whole household. Many of the Corinthians, when they heard, believed and they were baptized. The Lord said to Paul in a night vision, Don't be afraid, but keep on speaking and don't be silent, for I am with you and no one will lay a hand on you to hurt you, because I have many people in this city. Well, he stayed there a year and a half, teaching the word of God among them. While, while Galileo was the preconsul of Achaia, the Jews made a united attack against Paul and brought him to the tribunal. This man, they said, is persuading people to worship God in ways contrary to the law. Well, as Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or of a serious crime, it would be reasonable for me to put up with you Jews. But if these are questions about words, names, and your own law, see to it yourselves. I refuse to be a judge of such things. So he drove them from the tribunal, and they all seized Sophonis, the leader of the synagogue, and they beat him in front of the tribunal. But none of these things mattered to Gallio. Verse 18. After staying for some time, Paul said farewell to the brothers and sisters and sailed away to Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. He shaved his head at the Sincre because of a vow that he had taken. When they reached Ephesus, he left them there, but he himself entered the synagogue and debated with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer time, he declined. But he said farewell and he added, I'll come back to you again if God wills. Then he set sail from Ephesus. On landing at Caesarea, he went up to Jerusalem and greeted the church then went down at Antioch, or to Antioch. After spending some time there, he set out, traveling through one place after another in the region of Galatia, Phrygia, and strengthening all of the disciples. Verse 24. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native Alexandrian, an eloquent man who was, a, who was competent in the use of the scriptures, arrived in Ephesus. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and, being fervent in the Spirit, he was speaking and teaching accurately about Jesus, although he only knew of John's baptism. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. After Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained the way of God to him more accurately. When he wanted to cross over to Achaia, the brothers and sisters wrote to the disciples to welcome him. After he arrived, he was a great help to those who by grace had believed. For he vigorously refuted the Jews in public, demonstrating through the scriptures that Jesus is the Messiah. And that is the end of Acts chapter 18. Acts chapter 18, let's take a moment now to unpack all that we read. 
and to see what we can take away to apply to our lives. Once again, we saw Paul adapt his message to different audiences, right? And in the midst of that, when he's preaching to the Jews and he's preaching in Corinth, knowing just how immoral this city is and the, the persecution he's going to face, he adapts his message, but he's very reliant on the Holy Spirit. The Spirit speaks to Paul and gives him the encouragement that he needs. He relies on that Holy Spirit despite facing the resistance that he did face. And so he showed great courage. His example teaches us the importance of having great courage in proclaiming the gospel, even when it's hard. As we encounter challenges and difficulties in our own lives, in the ministries that God's called us, in our own calling, may, may this be a reminder to us as we can find strength in God's promises and we can continue to share his love with boldness. There will be persecution. That has been the recurring theme in the past few chapters we've read. If this speaks to you, may this be further encouragement. If you've been dormant in sharing the gospel, allow this to be that nudge that you need to get you up off your seat and to share the gospel. We are all called to do that. It's just not for the preachers, the evangelists, for those that are new in Christ. For It is for all of us. He, his commandment was for every one of us to go into all the world to share the good news. Right? That's what we've got to do. We've got to do it. Step up and we've got to do that. And look, um, Paul didn't do it alone. He, he had great partnerships with fellow believers. We saw Aquila and Priscilla. This shows just how important the community of believers in doing this life together is in our Christian walk. God's put people in your life, the relationships of other believers. Seek those out. Support them and allow them to support you. Encourage them and allow them to encourage you as we go on this journey of faith. We face persecution, whether it is physical persecution, whether it is uh, internal, emotional persecution that we may face. Let's join together and figure this thing out so that we can reach all those that we possibly can with all of our energy. Great examples in chapter 18 for being bold in our faith, doing it together, and trusting in God's providence all along the way. In our next chapter, we're going to see uh, Paul's missionary journey continue as he travels to Ephesus looking forward to that. Thanks for joining me again today. I I look forward to our next episode in uh, chapter 19. Uh, May you be blessed. May your family be blessed. And as a result, may you be a blessing to all those around you and share that good news boldly. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends Share it on your social media or by word of mouth. 
Join in. Let's read the word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified through our reading, listening, application, and understanding of his word together. 